everybody. This is Lori Weaver. Welcome to Compulsive Overeating Diary, Day 180. It's now been five years, 10 months, and 24 days since I began this experiment where I talk about my thoughts and feelings about compulsive overeating rather than heading for the chips. Today is beautiful, crisp, and cold, and there is actually snow on the mountain that I had to climb, but I really wanted to come up to the next Atab Zen place to reflect not only on this year, but on the past decade. The old saying is, hindsight is 2020, but we all have the luxury right now of saying our future is 2020. So one way to gaze into the future is to think about the life lessons and blessings that we have had. But I'm letting go. I'm letting go. It's a history that never really grows. I'm letting go. I'm letting go. It's a silent wind that never really blows. I'm letting go. Oh, thank you, Josh. I thought it would be appropriate as I'm doing this looking back episode and kind of thinking about my life to have a surprise letting go segment <laughs> with Josh Woodward, who was so generous from the start of this show to give me rights to use his beautiful work. I'm letting go. And so I'm up here on the next top Zen spot thinking about what have I achieved and what have I let go of in this last decade? Well, I let go of a corporate job almost 10 years ago. I think it was about a little more than eight years ago that due to my bike accident, I decided to leave corporate America and started out being, I don't know, just basically retired and trying to learn how to think again and how to speak again and decided to walk up the mountain and talking to my phone and came up with the idea of doing a podcast and did my first one and then it's almost six years ago in February it will be six years that I came up with the idea of well as long as I'm talking into recorder why not talk about my compulsive overeating and my binge eating and my compulsive thinking around food to see if that might help me untangle some of these knots. Well, that was a really big looming part of my life for so many, many years. I would say like what size I was or what I was eating or what I couldn't eat or, oh my gosh, what did I eat last night? How did I do this to myself again? The guilt about food, the anticipation of food, hiding food, sneaking food, food and how big my rear end was, was a huge, huge part of my life for most of my life. Like I said, it started around age four for me, really hit its stride starting at age eight, when I was the heaviest in my first grade class at the whopping weight of 69 pounds, and continued up until about the middle of this show, I think. And you know, I won't lie to you, it's not been super easy to overcome this, but now I would have to say that what I eat and what I think about eating is a very, very, very small part of what's on my mind. And for that, I'm eternally grateful. And I have to say that today, sitting here on the mountain, I am probably about the most balanced, happy, and excited for the future as I have ever been. 
And what I'm not is appreciably thinner than when I started this show almost six years ago. And boy, howdy, am I glad I didn't know my future then, for I would not have been happy or understood how it could be that I would be six years into the future pretty much the same weight that I was complaining about on day one. But today, I take it with patience. I accept my body, and that is a very great joy to me. You know, when one embarks on intuitive eating after decades of misadventures in the diet slash bin space, it can be challenging. And what I called my intuitive eating for years was really, quote, not dieting, unquote. And it was hard to give that up. And I truly would like to be lighter in my body. I really would like to have less pounds on my poor old joints. So those pesky diet thoughts would come to plague me and not dieting to me contained years and years of making up for all the cookies or chips or full fat dressing or whatever I had forbid myself in the past. So while I really haven't been binging for many years, I was overeating from what my body needs as fuel. And I think that I'm only now just starting to really tune into the physical side of my own hunger and satisfaction. And that took years and years and years and years for me practicing, quote, not dieting, unquote. But something that's helping me right now, and I wanted to just mention it for those of you that are interested in intuitive eating, is a teacher on Insight Timer. And her name is Andrea Wachter. And her 30-day course is called Getting Over Overeating. It has a few days of physical helps, but is primarily tools to deal with your feelings and inner voices, like, you know, also known as my robot aliens from shows past. So will 2020 finally bring me a smaller body without a diet? Well, maybe, but maybe not. What I hope 2020 will bring is my continued peace and growth around that topic. And I fervently hope and intend that I continue to be free of my fear of food and continue to focus on who I am regardless of my body shape and size. Well, for those of you who've been listening know that one of the things I've really been trying for and thinking about is my pursuit of becoming a professional voice actor. And one of my biggest joys this year was being cast as a character or two or three in a professional video game. And this is the ultimate miracle. And I am super proud of my persistence that allowed me to arrive at this peak along my life's journey. The game is still not out, so I can't tell you what it is. But I can share with you my professional video game demo reel that helped me get there. So I hope you enjoy this virtual look into my professional voice acting journey. Ain't nothing more important than land. Nothing more vital in the whole universe. We could've let some space aliens draw circles around our crops, or we gonna fight for what's ours. No, you're not going to die. Let me, let me just patch you up. I, oh God, no. Now let's see your attack, boy. Don't be shy. Don't underestimate your opponent, young man. I've been swinging swords since your parents were in diapers. Alert. Landcraft fast approaching. No weapons detected. Vessel model? Honda Civic. Now grow a pair and let's kick some ass! How do we stop Mercury in retrograde? We blow up Mercury! Prepare to fire! 
You did exactly what I'd hoped you'd do. <laughs> Okay, okay, I know I'm tooting my own horn, but I'm really proud of that one. I really am. And that was produced by a casting director and video actor and director named Keith Farley, who was the voice casting director for Rugrats, the cartoon you may or may not remember. And we worked for a long time, and a lot of that copy was written by my friend Max, who is a super talented writer, and I so appreciate it, and I really love that demo reel. And what I learned from doing it, it's all part of the journey, right? Like, I didn't sign up to do a demo and then immediately get cast in a game. That's not how life works. That's not how video games work. That's not how voice acting works. But I got to work with my friend Max, and he looked at what my voice could do. We looked at what kind of characters I'd be suited for. What kind of copy do we want to write? And... Then it was just awesome working with Keith. I just love Keith. He's a fantastic director. And that was so fun to spend those weeks developing that demo and then having it put together. And then we passed it around to a lot of industry insiders and people who gave us critique on it, like where could the acting be improved or where could some of the effects be changed or what would make this better demo. And so it was awesome to reach out and have people that I kind of idolize in this industry actually take the time to listen to my demo and give me, Lori Weaver, feedback. It's fantastic. And that comes to another thing, Brave Companions, is that even though I go out in the professional voice acting circles and I've been paid now a few times to act with my voice, I'm always still surprised when people treat me as a professional. What's that about? Why am I so surprised? I've worked really, really hard for this, and I've enjoyed it, and I've loved it, and I've stuck with it. But it's just like everything else in my life. Some part of my thinking that I've had to let go of is that going towards the negative, like good things are always a shockeroo, and the bad things are like, oh yeah, I knew that was coming, right? That's something that I've had to work a lot on. And one way that I've done that is through developing a habit of meditation. That's something that both Mark and I have developed within the last 10 years. In fact, I looked at my Insight Timer app, and I think it said that by today I've got 2,732 sessions of meditation that I've done with Insight Timer. That's both guided and just using the timer itself, doing my own. And at this point in time, most days, I won't say 100%, but probably 95% of days, the first thing I do before I even get out of bed, before I do anything, is to meditate for 20 minutes, quiet my mind, so that compulsive, negative voice just shuts up. I do that. I do some yoga stretches before I even get out of bed. And it's made a huge, big difference to me and my mental attitude. And I think part of that, Focusing on the positive is me allowing the possibility that, yes, maybe I could succeed as a voice actor, even though that was something that I really, truly wanted. <laughs> and usually I try not to let myself want anything too badly because if I do, I'm putting the, you know, I want this hex on it. <laughs> but I've discovered, Brave Companions, that isn't true. Just because you want something doesn't mean you're going to be disappointed. 
the fact that we're alive means that sometimes we're going to be super surprised by great things happening or we're going to be surprised sometimes by things disappointing us or not turning out how we would wish. But for me personally, looking back on the whole ebb and flow of my life, everything has turned out for the best for me. I've learned so many lessons and I've met so many cool people and I've gotten to do so many things that even the so-called disasters and disappointments in the end have moved me further down the path to be what I am today. Who knows? Maybe the fact that I'm just as big today as I was almost six years ago is going to serve as a beacon or encouragement to one of you. Maybe being this size is going to help me land my first on-camera part because being this size and type is just what's needed and that will move my career along. Or maybe this coming year will be the year that I really get a handle on truly eating for my body's physical needs and my body will be able to release a few pounds along the way. But whatever it is, it's going to be exciting and I'm looking forward to this new year and this new decade. Last show, we met new BC Joy, who posted this comment on day 179. Love to hear you mention me on your podcast, smiley face. I am subscribed to your YouTube channel and I'm looking forward to more demos or commercial work once you're cleared to post it. Do you have a private Facebook group or just your public page? I don't feel comfortable posting publicly on Facebook because my struggles with overeating are private, but would love to connect with you and other BCs in a private group. Thank you for sharing your thoughts on the food cycle. I will try to similarly, <laughs> I will try to similarly, What's going on with me today? Similarly, similarly, similar. This is how I do in voice acting too. Sometimes you get stuck on a word. I will try to similar, <laughs> be similar, sim, hilarly. I will try to similarly <laughs> think about my food, where it's come from and the cycles it's gone through. And BC has just noticed, I'm not going to fix this. I'm going to just be non-perfect today, okay? Anyway, I wrote back to Joy. Hi, Joy. I thought about your question and decided that a private group would be a great idea. So I just started a secret group for the BCs called Brave Companions Secret Zen Space. You can only get in if I okay it. To participate, you either have to friend me on Facebook or email me at lori at compulsiveovereatingdiary.com with the email you use for Facebook. And now, BCs, I'm going to interject in my own comment because we have about 17 or 18 BCs, some of which are old friends to the show and some are new and you've never heard them on the show, but we're all in our secret Zen space on Facebook and it turned out to be a really great place. Also, I wanna tell you that I will not use a single thing posted in this secret private group on the show or spill it anywhere. One of our deals is what's shared in the Zen space stays in the Zen space. So again, if you would like to participate with us on Facebook in our secret private group, um, if you and I are already friends on Facebook, just let me know by instant message and I will add you. And if we aren't friends, email me at Lori, L-A-U-R-I-E, at compulsiveovereatingdiary.com that you want to join the group on Facebook and make sure you give me the email address that you use to log into Facebook because that's how I can send you the invitation. 
Okay, now back to my actual reply. Enjoy. Thanks, too, for subscribing to my YouTube channel. I so appreciate it. And I should have my new demo that's been animated for my animation characters up in a month or so. Audio's done, but I thought it would be fun to see it come to life. XOXOXO. Oh, that's right. I hired an artist to actually animate my new animation demo. So that's going to come out by the end of January, probably in 2020. So stop by my YouTube channel to subscribe so you'll see it when it comes out. And by the way, I did get enough subscribers to change my URL. So thanks to all of you who helped with that. And my YouTube URL to find me now is youtube.com slash LoriWeaverVO for voiceover or Victor Orange, however you remember it, youtube.com slash Lori Weaver VO. Then, another new BC Fiert posted on the infamous day four, where I felt really, really pathetic. And Fiert said kindly, I'm listening. I might be late to the show, but I'm in the same boat, and your podcast is really motivating me to keep a log of my thoughts myself. Keep up the good work, and I'll keep listening. And I replied, Hi, Fiert. It means so much to me that you let me know that you are listening, because uh, even though that crazy episode was recorded over five years ago, I still remember how foolish and alone I felt walking around the park talking about fears that I usually kept well hidden. But that was the episode where people like us let me know that they were there too. That was the start of my learning that I am much more than my body size, that what I say and think and feel is worthwhile to others, and that made it important to me too. I'm excited that you're on your own journey of discovery, and I hope you'll keep sharing what you say and think and feel with us. XOXOXO. And I also want to say a special hello to a new BC who wrote to me via email about how important this show has become to her, but I don't yet have permission to greet her by name or tell you anything else. So if you're listening, just know that I am thinking of you and wishing you very well for this new year. Mark, here we are at the end of 2019, and we're ready to have 2020 vision. 2020 vision. Yeah, we're going to have a vision for 2020. So what is it that you'd like to accomplish in the next year? Well, I'd like to exercise uh, more and um, and uh, pursue uh, some of my uh, more artistic, maybe practice the piano uh, a lot more to and uh, dance some more and just try to stay active. Sounds like you're looking for a little more fun. Yeah. And looking back on the last decade from 2010 to now, both of us retired in that decade, but what else have you learned about yourself in the past 10 years, you think? Oh, I think I've learned not to take myself too seriously. Nobody else does. So. <laughs> So uh, anyway, um, yeah, not to take myself too seriously, not to worry about stuff because there's nothing you can do about it anyway. So to just enjoy and, you know, and I learned, you know, I think I learned that I, I'm very lucky. I'm very lucky I was able to retire. I'm very lucky that I still have somewhat good health and can do stuff. So... I think I learned to be a little more grateful for, and rather than take myself for granted. 
Yeah, I agree with that. I've definitely learned to be more grateful for what I have instead of always looking for that kind of golden ring in the future. Like if I only had this and I'm going to be happy. I think the meditation helped me with that. Yeah, I think as we get older, you realize that the journey is 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 as important as the destination. So, so I'm more and more learning that because if if you're not going to enjoy yourself until you get there, then you're you're going to have a lot of boring times. <laughs> so, Mark and I wish for UBC's a really wonderful journey into 2020. Yes, I. Happy journeys in 2020. And to wrap up, today's dance moment is really a couple of moments to meditate or relax or contemplate. It's a song called Falling Snow, and I chose it for its beauty. And I hope listening to it will remind you of your inner and outer beauty. Until next time, take care and I wish you peace and progress for 2020 because I really, 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 I mean, I really, really do care. <laughs>